right, hello and welcome everyone to the Ask Jim podcast, providing five minute answers to your questions about IBM Connections. This is episode number 115, and today we're going to be kicking off a new series on planning with connections. My name is Jim Claussen. I'm an IBMer and really passionate about IBM Connections business collaboration platform. I get lots of how to and what do you recommend questions. So my aim here is to answer those questions in a way to try and help many people all at the same time. So first, I want to thank TrustSphere, an IBM social business partner and sponsor for the Ask Jim podcast. And for all of you focused on leading adoption or helping others with adoption of connections, TrustSphere has an IBM Connections add-on, which provides analytics to identify key influencers who can lead and accelerate adoption efforts. Just head on over to TrustSphere.com and you can find out more there. All right, so thanks for tuning in. And I want to thank you for being patient in a little delay here in some episodes. I've been on the road doing a lot of traveling, speaking at a series of events called Be Mobile Work Social around the topic of the connected enterprise. But I'm really happy to be back home and back in the studio to do some podcast recording. So based on some great listener suggestions, we're going to do a mini series on planning. And this series is going to be about how to leverage IBM connections to set your team up for success in 2015. And great success starts with intention, with clear priorities, goals, and milestones. And the more this foundation is accessible to everyone across the team, the more tightly aligned everyone will be. And this is about co-creating success in an open social collaboration environment where the team's plan is in one central location that is always current and up to date. And whenever you go to that page, you know that whatever you're looking at is the current present plan. And what's great about doing this in connections, it allows the team in your group to co-create and co-collaborate you know, together in a very open social way. So we're going to kick off this series with a discussion about planning your year. And we're going to do that with activities. And these suggestions are based on you know, a lot of experience and my experience using connections for planning with teams and what I've observed others using and you know how other people have tried and experimented with doing planning in connections using you know different apps in tool you know different apps in connections and you know just observing what's been working well and what's not been working so well so here I really want to recommend activities and the reason why I recommend activities as the best tool to help teams co-create your annual plan is because it's easily accessible. It's very easy to click and drag and move things around like milestones or campaigns or events, content deliverables, and so on. And it's very easy to attach associated reference materials and documents to uh, entries in your plan. And it's easy to alert team or community members of updates or needed inputs. And with activities, individuals on a team can make inputs from their desktop or from wherever they are on whatever mobile device they're using. Now with the newest IBM Connections Mobile, 
that interface is just so great and it's really easy to use. Um, and it's really easy to work with activities uh, from wherever you are. All right, so one preface here is <laughs> there are a couple of limitations that do constrain what we can do here. So we're gonna need to work with what we have. And one hint to the product team, it would be great to be able to have nested activity sections. It's just a personal suggestion or request. All right, so with that, let's go ahead and get started and, and go through how you can go about your planning with your team in your community using activities. So what you wanna do is in your community, go to your activities and click start an activity. And to set it up, you wanna set your permissions for the activity to allow all members of the community to access as an author. That is assuming you want everyone on the team to be able to co-create you know, co and collaborate together on the plans. And once you have that set up, now we can get into the planning. So what you wanna do is click on the add section button to add a section for each quarter. And I recommend because we don't have you know, nesting, um, we just kind of have to work with what we have here. What I do recommend, at least what's worked well for me and I've seen well, you know, work well for other teams as well, is to organize sections by quarter. Or if you have a very comp, you know, expect to have a very complex, very large plan with lots of, you know, tremendous amount of detail and you want to break it down a little more, what you could do is have one section for each month. And what you could do is use a naming convention to then um, indicate, you know, quarter, you know, which quarter and help you organize each of the sections. So what you could do is create a section for each month and name it uh, along the following lines, Q1-January, Q1-February, and so on, um, or a different you know, naming convention that you like. But um, you could use that and then manually just click and drag you know, the, the appropriate months together so that you have all, still these kinds of quarterly blocks. Okay, so that's one way to get around uh, not having the ability to nest deeper and deeper. Um, but I've seen that work really well. All right, so once you have the sections set up either by month or by quarter, then what you want to do is go into, you know, if you want to start, you know, the beginning of the year and work your way through, um, and let's say you want to plan in January, you can go into that appropriate section and then click the Add Entry button for each of the major components of your plan. So to add new things, um, you know, new tactics, events, et cetera, to your plan, you can just click that add entry to open up that display and enter in the details in the description field. And what you can do is invite team members to add their inputs into the plan and people can make entries directly in the description field. And I really um, want to emphasize that entering in the description field, this makes it really easy to see and edit plan details. And I don't recommend entering plans, you know, in a Word doc, for example, and attaching, you know, it as a document um, and saying that, well, that's where the plan is for that particular activity. And I've seen people try this. And what I've uh, seen 
And what, you know, I've seen people learn is that it makes it really hard to see the plan details and even harder to edit and update those plans. So if you enter in this, you know, the specifics for that particular thing that you're planning, let's say it's an event in the description field, um, and you, you know, you put in the details there, people, when they open that entry, boom, it's right there. It's really easy to see. And with one click, they can start editing directly. So it makes it really easy and fast to iterate your plans forward and for people to make, you know, their contributions and co-create together. Okay. So then what I suggest is entering plans, you know, in the description but adding any supporting or background files that you might have, let's say reports or studies or market intelligence, any kinds of you know, appropriate reference materials, you can add them to that entry. And it's a great way to add um, you know, context and, and background materials that other people can reference um, you know, as part of that planning process. And again, it makes it you know, really easy for the team to work in one place, having all of these uh, supporting resources there right uh, directly with the plans and embedded right with your planning, okay? So as you build that out, you can click and drag and organize individual entries in each of those sections. So if you're doing it by month or if you're doing it by quarter, you can click and drag and move and rearrange those entries however you like. And you might choose to group them by like uh, activities. Let's say put all the events together, put all the uh, white papers together, put all the uh, workshops together and so on. Or you might group them by sequence of execution in the quarter. So it might be kind of a linear flow. You know, that's perfectly, um, you know, up to, you know, that's your preference, however you want to organize things. Um, but what's wonderful here is you have the flexibility to move things around. And as you add new, act, you know, new things to your plan, you can shift and move and click and drag things around. And as you go through the year, if you had something planned in Q1, for example, and you, you know, choose to move that into Q2, you can easily just click and drag that entry from the Q1 section into the Q2 section. And uh, that makes for just a great deal of you know, flexibility. And that's one of the reasons why I love doing planning in activities. So again, as you go you know, forward, building in your entries, uh, and as the team co-creates and collaborates together to build out the plans, you can also use the notify people of this entry feature to alert members of the team of updates or ask for inputs on specific elements of the plan. So that's a great way, you know, to really uh, just kind of ping people and, you know, pull them into the activity, you know, to capture any needed inputs as you work to, you know, finalize or iterate or fine tune your planning together. Now, you can, of course, modify this for, you know, your specific teams, different teams, you know, organize and operate a little bit differently. But I hope this gives you some ideas of how you might leverage connections to co-create a plan in one central, open, accessible uh, manner. And I found this just to be a great way 
to organize your planning together, you know, with your team in your community. So if you have a question or input for the show, you can just post my profile wall or head on over to executivesocialacademy.com forward slash ask Jim. You can submit your question there. Just click on the green button. It's really easy. And if these shows are helping you, be sure to share them with your team so that they too can build their knowledge and better collaborate in social with you, right? Social is not by definition an individual effort. It's all about people connecting with and collaborating with and working with other people. And the more people across your team and across your organization that are engaging and working in connections, the more valuable it becomes for all of you. All right. So thanks again to TrustSphere for their support. Be sure to check out TrustSphere.com. That's T-R-U-S-T-S-P-H-E-R-E.com. TrustSphere.com where you can find out more about how to accelerate your adoption efforts through key influencers in an organization. I think leveraging change agents, key connectors, key influencers in an organization can be a great way to accelerate efforts where people can lead from within, so to speak. Okay, so check it out. So that's it for this episode. I want to thank you for listening. Have a great day and we'll see you next time in the series.